This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Buckets. My guest today is a business partner, a confidant, a friend, and a fellow basketball fan. In that order, please welcome to the show, HeadGum Zone, Marty Michael. You're getting bucket buckets. Yeah. This is great. This is your first time on Buckets, true? Absolutely. Well, beyond the drafts. Oh, that's right. The over-under drafts, of you, course. Who can remember, Who can forget? You finally had the huevos to bring me on. Yeah, I figured now that the tides have changed between our favorite teams, your Blazers and my Lakers, now we can finally discuss it the way it was meant to be discussed. You're talking about the three-game win streak the Blazers have had, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, right before they lost last night. All right, we're recording this on Wednesday, December 4th. Wanted to warm you up with some Blazers trivia just to get your happy synapses firing. I was able to, with a friend, with a friend's help, Owen, shout out to Owen Ellickson, taught me how to search basketball reference in a specific way. I have the top 20 leading scorers for the Portland Trailblazers from 2010 to 2019, the last decade organized in order of most points scored for your Portland Trailblazers. Let's see how many of these 20 names you can get. I'll give you a hint. Number one is Damian Lillard. (laughs) Wow. He has 13,400 points for your Portland Trailblazers this decade. I know the decade's still about four weeks away from ending, but I've thought, let's see how many you can name. Sorry, 2010, right? That's right. For the last 10 years, who scored the most points for the Blazers? Lillard, number one. Who's your number two? LaMarcus Aldridge? Three. Actually, (laughs) according to this, this is quite interesting. Number two passed LaMarcus Aldridge last night. Number two, oh, CJ McCollum. Yeah, so CJ has 7,788 points for the Blazers. LaMarcus has 7,784. So shout out to CJ for becoming the second most points scorer in Blazer decade history. You're talking about Lehigh's very own? <laughs> that's right, your friend, your college buddy, your you drinking know, buddy. That's right, Lee, uh, CJ and I both went to Division One. Lehigh University, and we were both actually Division One athletes there. I thought he, he played basketball. What did you do? I ran. Oh, yeah, you jogged. But all, you know, all three seasons. So I had cross country, then indoor, and then outdoor track. It was actually a very large workload. Number four, <laughs> who do you think? Who's Who would you say behind those top three? Because it's, it's a precipitous drop-off between CJ, Dame, Aldridge, and then who do you think is number four? Brandon Roy? Brandon Roy is not in the top 20. Wow. Because we're starting at 2010. Yeah, that must have been right before. Yeah. Um, You can just start firing off names. I'll give you... You don't have to specifically think about the fourth. Right. Well, I want to do it in order, of course, and that's why I said Brandon Roy, not in the top 20. Um, For these last... Good God. Um, A lot of them are not on the team anymore. I know. That's... (laughs) It's not Mario Hazonia, if that's what you're thinking. I, that's the only person I can ever think of now. He's scald, like hot water scalded into my brain. Mm-hmm. People who have scored a lot of points for the Blazers over the last 10 years <laughs> are right. Damian Lillard. <laughs> you have watched McCullough. about 500 Blazer games. <laughs> I know. So literally anybody Marcus else. Marcus Aldridge. Yes. Wes Matthews? That's correct. Number four is Wes Matthews with 5,500. Nicholas Batum? Number five, Nick Batum. Now you're heating up. I see you checking your computer for the answers, but still, really impressive. I'm not. I'm looking at something else. <laughs> no, uh, the that's right. So top five you got. Yeah. After, I mean, number seven is still on the team. <laughs> I 
<laughs> is it Nurkic? It is Nurkic. Very nice. Number Why? seven. This Yusuf Nurkic has like, 2,500. It feels so much deeper than that, but it's if it's actually just winds up being shallow. Yeah. Uh, so who do you think number six is? You skip number six. Is it? He's uh, not on the team anymore. He's on the Orlando Magic. Oh, is Al Farouk Aminu? That's right. This is crazy. These are all guys that we're like very excited to move and bring on new people, but they're all like obviously the people that were carrying the workload. All last. decade team. Yeah. Number well, we had the thing is we had the same team for basically almost what eight years. Yeah. So those these are players who were like on the Blazers for five years who yeah. came in with Lillard but was just shipped out. He's number eight. Oh, uh, Myers Leonard. That's right. Myers Legend himself, number eight, number nine. He's on the Clippers. Just beat the Blazers. Mo Harkless. That's right. Number 10, one of your least favorite contracts. Actually, 10 and 11 are your least favorite contracts of the last five years. Both players not on the team. Oh, Evan Evan Turner. Correct. Number 11. And another of my least favorite contracts? Yeah. I thought that was Myers Leonard. Another four for 72, I believe. Shipped to Atlanta, I want to say. That's where Evan Turner went. Oh, so Brooklyn. Oh, Alan Crabb. That's right, Alan Crabb, number 10. <laughs> God. And then just to get to the last eight, because they're really weird, uh, Robin Lopez, number 12, Mason Plumley 13th, J.J. It, Hickson, 14th, Ed Davis, 15th, Andre Miller, Gerald Wallace, Shabazz Napier, Jamal Crawford, and of course, Zach Collins, RIP. Zach Collins, actually, is a good segue into this year's Blazer team, because he is third on my list for most valuable player because of how... Much he affected the Blazers this year with his absence. Is that why the Blazers are not good this year? How much do you blame on Zach Collins' injury? Uh, I don't blame that much. Like anytime you shift a team around this much, you're going to have some sort of lag period for people to get used to each other. I will say that I am very high on Zach Collins. I think that he is a player. There are certain things that you just can't teach in basketball, and that's just footwork and like knowing how to not foul on the defensive end. Mm -hmm. Like these things are. Um, just traits that are brought in. They're very hard to teach. And Zach Collins has all of those traits. I'm very, very high and excited on Zach. So the fact that Zach's hurt, is that? do you think that's the number one reason why the Blazers are struggling early this year? Uh, I think we dissolved the entire middle of our lineup, who, as I just found out, scored the bulk of our points <laughs> the last yeah. 10 years. So Harkless gone, Evan Turner gone, Alfred yeah. Camino gone. Yeah, and those... All those guys are actually really good on the defensive end, too. Mm. Uh, you brought people back in, though. Yeah, we brought Rodney Hood stayed. Yeah. So he's been there a little less than a year in total, I think, now. Uh, Solid. You, you're a fan of Hood? I'm a huge fan of Hood. I mean, Mount Hood. Mm-hmm, of course. Um, I, I think that we've been... I think there are people that are struggling to find their identities on this team. Kent Bazemore has been very streaky. He's uh, been very solid on the defensive end, mm-hmm. guarding guys who are on the smaller size three, but has struggled with keeping up with the, you know, we're at a lack of fours and fives. We I think we have three on the team. Yeah, Nurk's injury doesn't help either. People don't think about that because it happened in the middle of last year. Right. But then they got to the conference finals without Nurk, so it felt like he wasn't that important. Right, which went, I guess we found out quickly that we had we had stretch at the three with Farouk, Al Farouk Aminu, and Mo Harkless. Like those guys are very long threes, so they're able to play the four. The problem with our threes right now is they're they're shorter. They're mm. not stretch threes. I see. They're three point shooters, which is not what we had last year. 
Which brings us to the savior. <laughs> last week, the Blazers made headlines for probably the first time in the last five years. They were the talk of the NBA. Because when do they make headlines? They brought in Carmelo Anthony. Melo! <laughs> uh, Melo comes in. Are you excited? Are you scared? Are you laughing? Are you like, whatever, the season's already over. We might as well. Are you, how much hopes do you have on First Mello? of all, how dare you? I'm just saying what or, I'm reading on these Rip City Reddits. Are we a quarter of the way into the season? <laughs> no. no. But that doesn't stop diehard fans from saying, bring on the tank. Okay. Two-thirds of what you said is 100% accurate. I did say kind of F it because at this point it couldn't get worse mm-hmm. compared to last year. But I don't think the season is over. Like I think you bring a guy like Melo in and you just see what happens and then you don't really care. Like he's a guy that came in last year, played what, 11 games and then got cut. <laughs> That's right. Like you could, it's a non-guaranteed contract. You could potentially do the same thing. But I will say it is the first time um, ever that we've had a player on the team who warrants, or not warrants is the wrong word, like uh gets national attention. Yeah, it's like, a very, it was a very Lakers signing. Right, yeah. It's like but, the Dwight Howard thing, where it's like, this guy was a big name 14 years ago, but we're bringing him in as yeah. kind of a Hail Mary to help our season. Right, it's all the press that normally the Lakers, for sure, and like the Warriors, like the last four or five years, have gotten right on Bleacher Report, on highlight, House of Highlights. Like it, Now we're getting that for Melo making seemingly normal <laughs> shots. Yeah. But I just, I do appreciate and love the national attention and seeing my favorite team in, in uh, on, on Instagram all the time. So how how's he been doing? I haven't really seen any Portland Melo games. Okay, well, we got beat by 20 points by the Clippers last night. I do think the Clippers are the best team in the NBA. Yeah, so what? That doesn't Fine. say much. No. But we were on a three-game win streak before that, and Melo was averaging, I think, 17 and a half or 20 points, somewhere in that realm per game over that stretch. Western Conference Player of the Week. That's right. Deservingly so. No one else deserved <laughs> that that accolade more Nobody than else did. scored upwards of 20 points per game for their squad. <laughs> on 40% true shooting. <laughs> uh, so you were, you're into them. Uh, yeah, he's I playing well. I'm trying helping your team. Yeah, I'm doing a Google search every day to try and find that cream Rip City Mellow jersey. <laughs> it's hard to come by. Can't customize. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a I'm a fan of the move. I, I mean, honestly, like we're so thin. Like we have so many injuries. Um, Do we, you? I mean, there's so many injuries. See, this is what I don't. I don't want the Blazer fans to get off the hook here. And be like, we've been suffering from so many injuries. Isn't it just Zach Collins in a series of front office mistakes? What two, am I missing here? Two of our best four players are hurt right now. Yes. So that's number three and number four. Number three and number four, correct? Yeah. Um, and number two, it always like this is a normal thing struggles through the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, he always has a sluggish start. Now, he has been playing well as of late, but CJ McCollum traditionally does not start the NBA season well. He he like, kind of comes comes into himself. And gets hot. Yes. Um, so if you look at the Western Conference landscape now, are do you have your eyes set on the playoffs? Are you not even thinking about that? Do you think you guys can still make it back in? Yeah, yeah. I do think the Blazers will make the playoffs. As of now, they are... Eight and 13, three games behind the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, it seems like the Blazers can catch the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, so who, sorry, what's the eighth seed right now? Has how many wins? So the Suns and the Wolves are roughly 500. uh, And then behind them are the Kings, the Thunder, and then the Blazers. And the Spurs are like tied. I mean, the Blazers are better than all those teams. 
and we beat all those teams. It's just that we had a really bad start. We also played a lot of really good teams to start the season. So mm-hmm. I think it's just um, w- our schedule wasn't set up to succeed out of the gate, and certainly with a brand-new team, that didn't help either. Uh, I have confidence that we will make the playoffs, and I do think that with Nurk and Collins coming back this season. Are they? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Collins is a four-month injury, I think, which puts him way late, but Nurk is coming back rumored January. Whoa. So with those, if those two come back, I think we would be one of those low-seed playoff teams that no one wants to play. Yeah, because it's like, oh, these, this team is heating up right now. They're not really a seven or eight seed. Right. How fun would it be if it was Lakers or Clippers against the Blazers in the first round? I mean, I don't want... The Clippers, for sure. I think they're the best team in the NBA. I think that their record uh, doesn't matter to them, and it shouldn't. That's uh, correct. They are the best team. Hashtag uh, load management. Well, I mean, hashtag Paul George just played, what, his third or fourth game? I mean, it's it's they have everything they need to succeed. They Their second, their bench is so good, it's insane. Yeah, they're like 11 players deep. Yeah, it's wild. Um so yeah, I, I'm not like I don't look at their record. I look at how the way they play, and I've watched them play a few times now. Uh, they're very good, and I'm not just saying that because we got beat by them by 20 last night. I knew that was going to happen. Like they're <laughs> they're a very good team. So it doesn't affect me because I actually <laughs> described that. I figured out that it was gonna sure. I bet the Blazers plus nine and a half. <laughs> that was more of an emotion. But I knew bet. they'd lose by 20. <laughs> you should start betting against the Blazers, like hedging against your emotions, so that you're either happy that they kept it close, or at least you win some money if there's a blowout. Yeah. I know. I've been trying to stay away from them um, betting-wise, but I will say that on that three-game win streak, I bet every single one of those games and won every single one of those games. So, so it's ne- like hard. You never it always pulls me believing. Back. It always pulls me back in. Uh, all right, moving out to other teams in the West. We have to talk about the Lakers because I haven't even spoken about them on this show since they've gotten so hot out of the gate. 18-3 and three right now, but still to you, they're not the best team in the West. Uh, no, I think that they are good. Uh, they're better than I thought they'd be, but I also think that they're set up as a team to succeed fast and early, but they are the team that is the glass house. It is like one injury to either of those two guys and everything comes crumbling down. Yeah. And a common question amongst my Laker friends is like, which player is more important if we had to lose one for two weeks, would we be better with AD without LeBron or with LeBron without AD? I think you have to say, oh man, I want to, my initial, my initial like, no problem. This is Anthony Davis. You want him out for two weeks and LeBron will carry the workload. But we had LeBron, or we, We LA had LeBron, yeah, last year and it was bad. I don't know. It's a tough tough question. What did your friends say? What's the consensus? I think LeBron is more important right now because he does everything so well. He's so, like, it's quite impressive to see him like score when he needs to or make an amazing pass when he needs to lead the NBA in assists, hustle on defense, screaming at his teammates, holding everyone accountable, never missing a game for load management. It's all really crazy, crazy to watch. And when the Lakers play kind of reminds me of the, the Blazers when they had the CJ and Dame, the Terry Stotts kind of figured out how to stagger their minutes so that one of them was always on the court. Um, I think Vogel took that as well. So it's like it starts the game with both of them. Then LeBron takes a rest after six minutes. AD yeah. plays the whole first quarter. Then LeBron comes in, AD gets the rest, and then they finish the half. Right. What's been happening is that it's like close enough at the end of the game when they both have to play again. If it's even at that point, we take off because we're playing teams that don't have LeBron or Anthony Davis, and we get to play with both of them. Right. That being said, we haven't played 
Houston. We haven't played uh, the Clippers since they beat us. Haven't, haven't played the Blazers? Played, Excuse played me? the Blazers. That's right, on Friday, Lakers at Blazers. Uh, we haven't played Milwaukee. We haven't played Toronto. We haven't played Boston. We haven't played Philly. So the knock on the Lakers is that their schedule isn't great. So we finally beat our first tough opponent, quote-unquote, yesterday at Denver, which you thought they'd win. You bet on the Lakers. I did. I bet. Well, the, anytime the Lakers are getting points these days, I'm trying to keep a close eye on it. I did bet them again tonight. Uh, against the Jazz, but I will say this: I think that the West, <laughs> before the season, it was like, oh my God, there are 15 teams in the West that are so so good. Mm-hmm. I think now there are like two. Yeah, that's I, interesting. I, the parity is becoming like the picture is becoming clearer. Yeah, and the West isn't that great right now. Like there are no teams outside of the Lakers um, who have like taken advantage and like basically been able to string together wins. Yeah, and this is the year, the most exciting year, because the Warriors have dominated for the last five years. Like, this is the year you want to, like, put all your chips in and become great. That's why it's so exciting the Lakers kind of lucked into this timing of, like, setting it up this year when the Warriors are now 4-18. and Um, This is the year you want to be as competitive as possible. So we got the Lakers and Clippers at the top, and then the next cluster of teams that are, like, vying for the B-plus tier is... Denver, Dallas, Houston, Utah. And you're not a believer in either of those, any of those. No, I, I think Houston is the clear three at when it all shakes out. I, I think that they'll be there for that. Uh, James Harden is just too good. It's like insane how good he is. Yeah. I, I don't think Dallas is real yet. Okay. I think that they are very talented, but they just, it's like they beat a team like last night, they just won by 20 or whatever. Yeah. But then they'll lose games like the Blazers lose, which are just games that you shouldn't be losing. And they lost. I was watching them at home, and I think it was, it was, the, it was in the last week, and they were playing somebody. I think maybe did they lose to the Pelicans at home recently? Mm. It was like something like that. And I was just watching. If if it's again, it's the kind of the oh, Lakers. No, they, they got swept by the Knicks. The Knicks. They That's lost the yeah. Knicks at home, and then the Knicks on the road. Yeah, at MSG. It's one of those things where if Luca isn't playing well, the whole thing falls apart. He's so good. Yeah, he is. And and so I I always worry about teams that are so one player dominant. Yeah. Well, what about Milwaukee? They well, might that's be the, the thing best is team it, in the NBA, they're one player dominant. But if you take I think Milwaukee is worse this year than they were last year. Mm. Like I like Brogdon a lot and I don't like that they don't have a good point guard anymore. I know that Giannis kind of plays point guard, but I, I honestly think that in the playoffs things change, right? Like defenses scheme way more than regular season. Like regular season, they're just trying to figure out overall defensive schemes, like how they can run different defenses. But in the playoffs, you're playing uh, for a specific player against a specific player. That's and the it, that's the case against James Harden, like why people think he'll never be a champion. Because he's like such a gimmicky player that if you see it once every like two months, it's hard to stop. But it's like, all right, now we have two weeks to plan against James Harden. We could probably figure him out. And I, uh, I 100% buy into that thought. I, I think, think he's like a great regular season player. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll wind up being the three seed, but I do not think that they are a challenger to win the NBA championship. You're high. You're bullish on Kawhi as like one of the greatest playoff performers of all time. He is so impossibly hard to scheme for because he can make every single shot. He has the three point shot, and Giannis 
doesn't quite yet have that. I know he's taking more, but I, I don't think, what does he shoot? We don't, do you know off the top? Like, is he sh he's shooting below 30%, right? From three? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. Keep talking. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's he's obvious. He's not quite that, there yet. Yeah, Kawhi takes more and he takes them confidently, which means that you have to defensively scheme for it. Mm -hmm. uh, Giannis, even if he's shooting them above 30%, doesn't take them confidently, so people will allow him to shoot it, knowing that he would rather drive. Um, Kawhi also is, just like Giannis on the defensive end, I think very, very good uh, elite. So I do think Kawhi is one of the best playoff players of all time. Giannis is shooting 30.4% from three, so yeah. a little above that Mendoza line. Yeah. But for a player who plays like Shaq, that's pretty insane. It is pretty insane, but I you watch him play. This is the thing I always tell, even when you and I are playing together, right? Like when we play I with play a lot friend. like Giannis. <laughs> no, that's... You're uh, a stepping no, from sorry. half court. Misunderstood. Oh, oh yeah. Where did that come from? Over Julius Randle. But you know that I always yell at people, not yell, I'm very polite on the basketball court. Everyone loves me. Well, but... I, I wouldn't say that. But it's unnecessary you. to even comment on it because it's so true. But uh, I always tell people, like, if the ball get kicked out to the three-point line, shoot the shot. Because if you don't and you start to drive, it lets the defense not have to react to it. Yeah. So taking that shot makes somebody run out to you. It's going to make the game change. You can dump the ball back inside once that player so defensive player runs It's better to shoot and miss than to not shoot at all. 100% think that, yes. And that's the James Harden philosophy. <laughs> it that's is. That's why he shoots 18 threes a game. <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, all right, let's play some quick word association. We okay. got through James Harden. We got through Kawhi. What are your thoughts on Russell Westbrook right now? Um... Bad. I mean, always bad. I, you're a you're as a Portland fan, you're sort of groomed to hate Westbrook. Yeah, uh, but I mean, also we conquered Westbrook, right? Like, wow. Yeah, I mean, we sent him packing for from the playoffs, but also packing from Oklahoma City. <laughs> Their entire team blew up because of one shot that Damian Lillard hit at the buzzer. It's pretty fun, but I will say that I I've never been too high on him. I think he um, causes a lot of issues more than he solves them you know what's funny right now is that oklahoma city has a better record than the blazers yeah after that series last year they we, they we, lost their top two players portland still has them both and okc is eight and eleven and the blazers are eight and thirteen this is what i'm a, a little confused about because we just beat them and we we beat them in a in a good game i i i don't know I, I don't think the Blazers' record doesn't show who they actually are. I think they've lost a lot of close games too. But enough about the Blazers. I mean, they're they're bad. They're bad right now. But yeah. Oklahoma City is also bad. I don't think they're good at all. Uh, you wanted to play a game. You came prepared with a game for me. Yeah, I think this is fun. I also used Basketball Reference, so I hope you didn't see all of this on the general tracking. But basically, I have in front of me. Okay. Uh, it actually is one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so it's twenty categories. Yeah. And each one... Um, 20 categories. 20 okay. different categories. For example, minutes played, field goals, field goal attempts Whoa. are three, like the first three that I get listed off. All and right. so I think this is a fun one. I think some of them are easy, and I think mm. some of them are much harder. I wanted to play a game where I maybe list seven categories. Okay. You get to choose five to oh. answer, All and right. every single one you get right, I pay you $10. Whoa. But okay. every single one you get wrong, you pay me five because I think it's harder to get them than not. I see. So two to one odds, basically. Yes. Okay, let's do it. And okay. you can play along at home. Yes. Feel free. And then but you have to Venmo us the difference because right. you have to keep track yourself. Yes. So let us know if Marty owes you $50. By the right. Time. Yeah. And everyone just kind of aggregate it together and just do one <laughs> PayPal. Um, it's a mere Blumenfeld. I'll start, uh, yeah. hey, I'll start a GoFundMe. Yeah, exactly. All right. Okay, cool. So um, let's see. I think 
Uh, let's start. Let's just actually let's just do five. I'll pick them. I'll try and be. I'll pick evenly. Can you give me an easy one just to, as a yeah. warm up? That doesn't count. Yeah, here's an easy one. Okay. Uh, the league leader in assists this season. LeBron James. You got it. That's, That's right. $10. Ding, 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 Have ding. Have I told you about my hashtag Bron Stockton hashtag that I'm trying to get to him? No, but let's keep playing the game. Okay. Uh, I think this is an interesting one. I I'm, I knew that you would know it. So that one doesn't count. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, it doesn't count. Right. I knew that you would know this one because he's a Laker, but I do think it's interesting as a, like a general NBA fan that he is averaging or that he has the most assists. That's surprising to me. Yeah, well, it is surprising and it's not because he's like one of the best passers in NBA history. It's is just he... like him him deciding to do it is interesting. I haven't it okay, that's kind of he is a good passer. He get the thing about him specifically has great court vision, but he draws a lot of attention to him yep. so that he's able he's recognized how to make those passes in a very uh, efficient way which is great yeah um i didn't is he playing point guard on this team sort of he's bringing the ball up we still start a traditional like avery bradley kcp rajon rondo style guard next to him rondo. but it yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that they're bringing the ball up right because when i was watching i i knew that somebody else was bringing it up it was rondo who, it was off the bench who yeah okay yeah. all right here we go we're going live with the game starting now holy shit I'm nervous. Minutes played per game. No. Oh, total. Total. This is di and so we'll play minutes per game too if you want to, but they are different categories. Okay. This one is sort of a long Uh no, not a longest shot. Somebody told me that or maybe I was watching the game. There were is it a raptor? You want me to give you clues now? <laughs> so if I think I think it's Van Vliet or Siakam, would be my guess. Uh, I will say this. Between okay. first and second, there is a 10-minute difference. And oh, we're so talking about on this seven, one is 765 <laughs> and one is 756. Okay, so that's very close. Yeah. Uh, I will say Pascal Siakam. It is not Pascal Siakam. Pascal Fuck. Siakam is tied for fifth. Oh, okay. Yeah, with Dur De uh, sorry, with Devontae Graham. Whoa, yeah, I would definitely not have guessed that. No, never. So who's leading? Leader in minutes played. Yeah, most with a smile on my face. <laughs> CJ McCollum. That is correct. Fuck, CJ I should have got that. And he, I know he runs the most. Yeah, he runs the most, but he also has played the most. And I, I actually Good on him. This is a little surprising to me. I think it's uh, Dame has been hurt for a couple games this season, so right. I think the early those like it's since we only have a sample size of fifteen or whatever it is, uh, twenty games. I think um, he's just had. Oh, he always has a larger workload, but it's been. Uh, kind of exacerbated because of Dame's injury. Okay. So that's a fun one. And then after, right after that is actually a Raptor. Do you want to take a, you know, you lose. Van Vliet? Yeah, that was your second guess. Yeah. So that's the. All right, so I'm in the ballpark. Yeah, and then James Harden. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, how do I get this to shrink back down? It doesn't matter. Okay. Who has, mm -hmm. uh, we talked about this previously, who had attempted the most three-point field goals. That's right, James Harden. Who has attempted the most two-point field goals? <laughs> The most is it also James Harden? Good, good, good <laughs> guess, but it's not Giannis. It is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, all right, with so two hundred and nine attempts. Wow. Do you want to? Do you think it's over <laughs> or under twenty five attempts to the next one? Uh, just the fact that you asked means over. Over twenty five attempts. It's very close. One eighty two to two hundred nine. <laughs> it is just over. All right. Wow. Yeah. So he's shooting a lot, but. He's unstoppable in the paint, so he's doing that as much as possible. Number three is an absolute shocker in this category to me. Really? Coming off the bench. <laughs> oh. That's your clue. Lou Wills? Very good guess. <laughs> Very good guess. Trez. It's, yeah, it's Montrez Harrell. Yeah. Crazy. I see him going ham as well. 
All right. He doesn't shoot any threes. So you're O of two. Everyone, uh, Amir owes you $10 total so yeah, far. But an impressive O of two. That's correct. Because I was sort of in the neighborhood for both. <laughs> That's right. Um, I think this one is easy, but also just worth pointing out. Okay. Who leads the league in turnovers? Oh, oh. Uh, Harden, right? Correct. Yeah. Absolutely correct. This is good. Any one. usage category, like points, threes, turnovers. He has the ball so much. It's true. He's, he's required to do so much, including throw the ball out of bounds at times. <laughs> or yesterday's turnover where he dunked the ball and it still was considered a turnover. Was right. that actually? It actually doesn't count when, when he dunks on a, in a breakaway, when there's a mop on the floor. <laughs> a missed dunk should be a turnover. Did you watch the replay a few times? The guy is literally cleaning up sweat. LeBron James has to slow down. Or sorry, LeBron James. Uh, James Harden has to slow down. For the guy who's mopping. And then... Dunks Speeds it. up and dunks it and the ball comes back out. <laughs> but it goes through the net. I want him to mop the rim. <laughs> I'm worried. It's too slick. I want you to clean the net for me. Okay. Um, let's We're move back at even. on. Yeah. Well, even. You get you have you're one and two. Yeah, yeah. But I get ten point ten dollars for every Oh, I see. I you're, right. you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're even money. Net wise. neutral. Right. Okay. Here is a fun one. Luca. Sorry. It is the answer. Is it? Yeah. Do you want to guess the category? <laughs> Triple doubles? No, I don't have that one in front of me. Wow. I guessed Luca, but I didn't know the category. Yeah. <laughs> the category was... <laughs> Assist to turnover ratio? Uh, the, the plus minus. Mm. Overall plus minus. Wow. Do you want to... Okay. Since it's you, funny. I since wouldn't have guessed a... Luca had I known the category. Yeah. So I would have guessed like Kawhi or Paul George. This one doesn't obviously doesn't count, so we'll just we'll dig into it a little <laughs> bit deeper. Do you want to? Do you think that it is over or under fifteen total for uh, wait, win share per so, game? No, no. So this is an average win share. Uh, when uh, sorry, it's a plus. <laughs> it's not win share. Plus minus uh -huh. while on the court. Yeah. Oh, I see. Like the uh, when you're on versus when you're off. Yeah. The, plus the, you win, know, the over the difference basically. Plus minus is just points scored while you're on the court versus when you're off. So like plus sorry when you're on the court. It's only when you're on the court. So it's literally the amount that your team is scoring while you're on oh, or like the amount team. that you're losing while you're on. So like, so when Luca plays, his team is so much better than when he doesn't, right. more than any other player. People pay, some people really like this. Some people think it's dumb. Right, because it depends on who you're playing with. Right, like, well, the Clippers are kind of a bad example because their bench is so good. But like Lou Williams as a sixth man is very, very good. But if he doesn't have the rest of his bench good around him, he could have a bad plus minus. Anyway. That's right. Uh, the, this is an interesting stat. I, I think it shows how good Luca is. But do you think that it's over or under 15? Again, just because this you're is asking, averaging? over 15. It's under. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Way under, buddy. No, I don't know what no. you're thinking. 14.8. It is 14.8. <laughs> I'm good at guessing when there's nothing, no context involved. All right, give me one last one. Um, let's do... Mm, um... Take, take your time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, We're not recording this. Yeah, really think about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not like we have to go soon, too. Effective field goal percentage. Ooh. So I this is like, I think that's a combination of threes, twos, and free throws. They combine it all into one. That's true shooting percentage. Let's do that one instead. Okay. It's actually the same person. Oh, it is Luca. 
No, no, sorry. It's the same. Oh, same both those categories. True yeah. and effective. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Luca, is that your guess? Uh, well, not when you say it like that. Luca or Giannis? Uh, I'll go Giannis because he's All right, before you answer, it's neither of those players. <laughs> James Harden. You'll leave it. Not him either. They hear one more clue. You'll never get it. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it Trez again? It's somebody who plays for a middle-of-the-pack Eastern Conference team. Wow. So it's like Drummond? Uh... It's like Drummond, but obviously not Drummond. That's not my guess. No, it's not. But, yeah. it's, it's like Drummond, but not Drummond because Drummond is so bad at what? Shooting free throws. <laughs> That's right. It has to be someone who's good at shooting every single shot. Uh, who's on a middle of the pack Eastern Conference team. I don't even know. I, I, I don't even know that this player plays for this team. <laughs> it's, so, it, it's so hard. Is it Jimmy Butler? Tobias Harris? It's Moritz Wagner. Mo Wagner. Yes, I did know that. He and, was, wasn't he a Laker? He was a Laker. We traded him so that um, we can get more cap space to sign Kawhi, which I forget if it happened or not. Number two in this category, another player I've never heard of. <laughs> Christian Wood. Uh, yeah. For Detroit? He just happened to balled out the other day. Where He played one game and he just yeah. shot really well? Okay. Yeah, he's like 11 of 13 on the Number season. three is a Houston Rocket. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not Westbrook. I'll go Capella. It is P.J. Tucker. Hmm. Number four is actually shocking to me because I talk so much trash on the fact that they just lost their point guard, and I think that that's a big problem for them. Um, um, they lost their point guard? Um, uh, Brooklyn? Spencer Dinwiddie? No, it's uh, Milwaukee. George Hill is actually number four. Oh, wow. I don't know. They're not, I, if, the, if the leaders are Mo Wagner, Christian Wood, and George Hill, then this category doesn't matter. <laughs> this is, this what is people, a bad stat. <laughs> people talk about it a lot. Like People were mad that Carmelo won Western Conference Player of the Week. Because I think it was James Harden was shooting like 70% true shooting on 46 points a game or something. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah but you know, you got to give it to Melo. Yeah. I wonder who votes on that, the Western Conference Player of the Week. Um, all right, before we go, we got a few minutes left. I know you've been making some bets recently. You're kind of on fire, true or false, or are you just only telling me about your winners? No, no, I'm... Uh, we. I share an account with a friend, and we've been doing very well right now. Okay, great. So let's look at some lines for tonight. You can put your money where your mouth is. These are um, NBA lines on Wednesday. I'll try to get this podcast up so people know we're not cheating. Uh, Wednesday, December 4th. I think you've already made some bets. Um, but we have the Lakers at Utah tonight. Utah's favored. You say whenever the Lakers are getting points, you like them. I bet it tonight already. <laughs> and I had them at, I have Lakers plus two and a half. What are you seeing? Uh, yep, Lakers plus two and a half. You're not worried about um, second night of the back-to-back. Everybody has the flu. We're tired. I None think of that. What I'm actually concerned about is who's actually going to play. Yeah, so that is the same thing. But I, I think that the line is going to move once they identify that everyone is playing. So I'm like trying to get in before that happens. Got it. You're saying like once AD and LeBron are active, the Lakers might even start getting favored. So you're like, I'm going to lock in this plus two and a half before it changes. Correct. Um, Portland at home tonight. No respect. Uh, Portland at home against the lowly Sacramento Kings. Do you see the line already? Uh, four. Yeah, Blazers minus three and a half. Oh, it moved. It was four and a half. So that means people are betting on Sac- Portland. Um, no, on Sac. Oh, uh, on Sacramento. Oh, that's right, because it's the line m- is going down. Yeah. Jeez. So you like Portland here, I imagine. I did not bet this game. Wow. I, wow. <laughs> I put my emotional money on the last <laughs> night and lost a small amount. I Sacramento was, at home. You're gonna feel real city silly when the Blazers are up twenty at half. I will. I. I will. But then they'll lose the game in the second <laughs> half. No, I, 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 uh, I would go. I would put money on the Blazers here. <laughs> but that's a, don't listen to me on this one. And then who else did you? What other action? You like Dallas at home against Minnesota minus four and a half. 
Um, I like, well, Dallas just played last night too, right? That's right. Yeah. Well, that's, it doesn't seem to bother you, Mr. Laker fan over here. Um, I, I, the thing about Dallas is it doesn't seem like they have a home court advantage. They that's just right. kind of like, when Luca plays well, they can beat anybody. When he doesn't, they don't. I, I actually kind of like Minnesota here. I think, uh, Wiggins is a good matchup for Luca. Okay. And then, um, one last game that seems really interesting. The Hornets are only favored by two at home against Golden State. Golden State, who is playing a G League roster on the road. Who beat the Blazers. (laughs) That's right. The Warriors beat the Blazers, but even that game was in Golden State. Who can the Warriors beat on the road? The Hornets are, you know, surpassing expectations. They have the same record as the Blazers. That's pretty sad. Uh, Only getting two points, giving up two points at home against Golden State. Did so you one, like the Hornets there? One thing I always try and look at every day is to see what games are almost like as close to pickums as possible. Because I like right. to know like how these are getting broken out and what teams Vegas think are equals. Yeah. And this one did shock me. Uh, I think both teams are just so bad in general that it's hard It's hard to make lines for these teams. Like Because any single night, something weird could happen. That's the, right. the Warriors can beat the Blazers, for instance. Um, right. I like... Uh, the Warriors are getting two and a half. Yeah. I think the Hornets already beat the Warriors in Golden State. It was like a game I bet on earlier this year when the Warriors <laughs> you won or you lost. Yeah, no, the Warriors like miraculously covered. It was that game where like they stole an inbounds pass when they were already up four, and then the Warriors fouled them with like three seconds left. Of course, and they made both free throws to cover five and a half. We all knew it was going to happen. Of course. So this is Hornets at home though, uh, only getting t- minus two and a half. I'm going to go with Jordan on this one. I'm going to say the boys are going to pull it out. I like that. Jump man, jump man. Mm, that's right. But is there any other game that you did bet on? Um, no. It was just the Lakers. Too. It was just the Lakers. The, I, I feel like the Lakers getting points is just a no-brainer right now. It's kind of right. silly. I don't know how. Two games in a row? Like, what's going on? They're the, the best record in the NBA. <laughs> no respect. Seriously. From you, Mr. Clipper fan. Clippers, you think, are better than the Lakers, Drew? Yes, I do. I think the Clippers are better. They're, uh, they're, the, they're such a deep team. It's unreal. One last thing that I wanted to end on. Your thoughts on the Dallas Mavericks City Edition jerseys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're a stylist. Uh, we, yeah, we talked a little bit about jerseys. Before. You're a fashionista. I hated this jersey when it came out. I was just appalled <laughs> that they would even think that it's couth to pull this off. <laughs> Literally hired a 16-year-old graffiti artist That's right. from MS underneath Paint, a tunnel a gradient. To, come, to come in here. <laughs> Looks you like know 90s what? Don't graffiti. All right, now you've done the jerseys. Come and do the courts for us, too. <laughs> Okay. I've done a complete 180. I fucking love it. I'm in. I'm hiring 16-year-olds to do everything. So you think they did it bad on purpose or it's just grown on you? What What made you change? It's 100% grown on me. I, I thought it was so disgusting, but seeing it in, in action. IRL. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen an IRL per se, but <laughs> seeing it in motion. Yeah. Poetry in motion. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> so is it your number one city edition? No, it'll always be the Blazers. Cream, <laughs> Rip City, a mellow, double zero, triple head pound boop, for the boop, win. Boop. That's uh, right. Uh, solid. All right. Um, thanks for coming on the show. Anything you want to promote before we have to get the hell out of here? Uh, go check out Gumball. I know you want to buy ads on this show and all the other great Whoa. headgum shows. Finally, a Gum- Gumball ad. <laughs> yeah, Gumball.fm. Come check it out. It's an easy way that anybody can buy ads on any podcast that we have on our roster. So somebody can sign up to get me to say shit on buckets? That's right. And because this doesn't have a wide listener audience, uh-huh. it's actually really cheap. All right. Well, that's enough. We don't yeah. have to get into the details. No, no, the, it's fine. <laughs> actually, no, I think I bought one. Do you mind reading oh, yeah, it now? Right here. 
check out gumball.fm. Wow, you owe me two hundred dollars for no. Look at the second the second point about Marty being so great and <laughs> yeah. handsome and tall. This and one's athletic. about a, a Luka Doncic <laughs> city edition jersey. <laughs> you owe me one. Uh, all right, thanks, Marty, for coming by. We'll uh, we'll thanks hit you back me. up when it's Lakers Blazers one versus eight. NBA playoffs. Oh my God, I can't wait. It'll actually be two versus seven, and it will be what it is. <laughs> what do you think the spread will be on Friday, Lakers at Blazers? Uh, Blazers plus nine and a half again. Wow, at home. Love it. No. The tables have turned. It's so They're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back as soon as possible. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. 